I'm joined by two ladies from Vodafone Luxembourg today who are very active in making sure diversity is a priority and a reality at their workplace. I'm joined by Shivani and Celine. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. morning. Could you just both introduce yourselves properly and let us know how you contribute in your specific areas? So, hi, good morning. I'm Celine and I'm head of operations here for Vodafone Roaming Services in Luxembourg. Um, And I'm also head of the Vodafone Foundation. And um, one of our big pillars is around, as you mentioned, diversity and also inclusion. Um, And we have a couple of kind of key programs in that area, one specifically for digital inclusion for the over 65s and then also to encourage young girls to pursue careers in STEM. So science, technology, engineering and math and my colleague Shivani. Thanks, Celine. So my name is Shivani Sondi and I'm an innovation manager at Tomorrow Street. Tomorrow Street is actually a joint venture between Vodafone and Technoport, which is a Luxembourgish incubator. And what we do is we work with late stage scale ups to harness their technology and grow them within the Vodafone and the broader market ecosystems. I think for me, I realized that I had a passion for diversity and inclusion work because as a woman and also as a person of color, I know what it feels like to be an outsider or the other and that's not just necessarily in a technology company because women and minority groups are not only underrepresented in companies but also generally in society so for a lot of people that are listening today we know that actually greater representation translates into more business value but it's also the Mm. right thing to do. And I know Vodafone is doing a lot in that that arena and it's great to see that there are ambassadors who take action personally. Um, Aside from your actual job, can you just talk about the initiatives that you've been involved in and explain some of them maybe a bit more in detail? Yeah, of course. And I think the nice thing to know is actually that we can all play a role in changing the game for diversity and inclusion. So one of the things that I did was set up an initiative where the women in technology and in our scale-up companies could come together and we can see how we can make a change within our own smaller ecosystem of 10 companies. So we meet monthly, only women at the moment, in a safe space where we can discuss our challenges and our experiences. And the vision vision for the future is that we can bring those around us, including obviously men who can help on our collective journey to facilitate that change and then also ensure that in the coming years we've got an industry that has greater gender balance and also higher representation of people from minority groups. And actually, this was one of the things that we discussed in a webinar that we recently held, um, which was hosted by the British Chamber of Commerce in Luxembourg and sponsored by Vodafone and Tomorrow Street. So we had an amazing panel from four different countries. So what was really interesting to see is how they want to maximise the potential of their team and do that in very different ways given the different cultures. So there's no right way to do it, but what was really prominent is that it's very important that we do look to make those changes. Interesting you say that you, first of all, got women together and created this safe space and men will join. Um, Were men interested in what you were doing or is it just the realisation that 
for us to move forward, we have to move forward together rather than than apart that made you realise that that would be the the way forward? I think one of the things that we realised when we as women were discussing the challenges is that we all know the challenges. Mm -hmm. So we can sit in a room of women and say, this is how we feel. But until that's explained to men who maybe don't know how we feel, they won't understand the journey. And so in order to not alienate them and us, it has to be a journey of we go on this together as a collective. So that's why once we've made our plan to go forward, Mm -hmm. then it's so vital that we have men to help us change because they're the ones that hold most leadership positions at the moment. Mm -hmm. So they're the ones that can influence decisions. Yeah, interesting. I know that the Vodafone Foundation recently ran a workshop for young girls. Um, what did that actually entail? Um, so we have a, a partnership with a, an organization called Greenlight for Girls. And, and this international organization, they really aim to inspire young girls to consider taking science, technology, engineering or maths related subjects in higher education. So in university or college um, and then ultimately to pursue a career in uh, STEM related discipline. So I think what we realize is that especially in Europe and and also in Luxembourg, there is a big gender divide between um, boys and girls in terms of the subjects that they're choosing um, in school. And this kind of relates in some ways to their kind of unconscious or subconscious bias in relation to believing that they're going to be good at those subjects. So together with our partnership with Greenlight for Girls, we have interactive um, uh, sessions um, where we broadcast um, inspirational leaders from uh, our partner organizations like HSBC um, uh, and WWN. And we're also um, looking to basically um, inspire the girls by having them have the opportunity to engage with kind of senior females who have pursued those careers and to encourage them to to do likewise. Uh, so at the moment, the, the gender divide is around less than 30 percent of senior roles in um, STEM related uh, industries are are taken up by women. So we see this as a, a real opportunity to make a difference in, in the lives of young girls. And I, I guess that's, you know, when you say 30 percent uh, positions taken up by when you get to leadership positions, again, as Shivani has said, then it's probably even it's even, even less, less yeah. much less. So, again, again, it is about representation and, and just that confidence to go forward. What age group are you looking to reach out to? Because I guess you, it must be quite a young age where you have to start you know, let's not say influencing, but where you have to start exposing them to those possibilities because decisions are made quite early in the school career. So what age group are we talking about reaching out to? Really from around 13, 14 onwards Mm -hmm. is the kind of target age group, as you say, before they've made the commitment in terms of the subjects that Mm -hmm. they want to pursue. Um, So we're working with schools across Luxembourg. You know, we want to have as wide a reach as possible. And we're also making all of the sessions, the workshops available um, to the public. Mm -hmm. So we can you can find information about those upcoming sessions in the spring um, on our Vodafone Foundation website and also on our, our LinkedIn page for the foundation. And when do do you have a date or a time frame in it's mind? More than likely the, the next one is going to be in February um, but we haven't got a confirmed date as yet so mm-hmm. we're still coordinating with the schools across Luxembourg on that. Right. So if people would like to if 
somebody's listening who's a teacher, for example, or their child is interested, can the children, could they be involved individually if their school hasn't necessarily committed to being involved? Absolutely. So we have um, we have two options for people. They can listen to the general broadcast, which is available to everybody and streamed across all our social media platforms, or they can register. And when they register, they have the opportunity to interact with the speakers. Um, so we would encourage as I said, to people to to um, register on our website, on the right. Vodafone Foundation website or on our LinkedIn page. We'll be publishing it closer, you know, in, in January time frame. Um, and then anybody's welcome to register in that way. Super. And the other thing that you touched on were people over 65. And how are you how are you actually doing that? So I think as part of kind of uh, as a we saw a lot of kind of massive acceleration of digital adoption mm-hmm. uh, as a, on account of the pandemic. But one of the age groups that are maybe struggling um, with this kind of shift towards digital have been the over 65s. So we see that there's a, an opportunity for us as a foundation to play a role in supporting the over 65s. So we are in the, at the present um, developing what we refer to as our high digital portal. And effectively, it's a it's a learning platform for um, for older people to um, learn how to kind of interact with some technologies like, you know, in terms of online Mm. banking Mm. or online shopping, accessing the news, making doctor's appointments um, and really to kind of help them to build their confidence to be able to um, do all those things in an, an online environment. So it'll be two kind of elements. One is that we'll have this kind of safe space digital portal for learning where there will be videos and interactive sessions. Um, and also we intend to partner with uh, Giro, the, the local organization here who support elderly in the communities in, in mm-hmm. each of the communes. And we intend you know, COVID permitting um, to be able to have some uh, face-to-face sessions in the community in each of the communities to, you know, offer people um, additional support and the opportunity to ask somebody direct questions. Mm-hmm. No, that's super. I mean, I think the, the, the reality is that technology is changing so fast. So regardless of how up to date you are as an individual, as soon as you leave the workforce, that changes. Um, and I've, I mean, just in my own family, my mum is amazing um, and has really kept up. My dad, not so much. He just lets her do it, you know, and you kind of worry, OK, um, you know, how does that move forward? Or how does that happen with, with other people where they really are? They feel as if they're getting left behind. So I think it's a great initiative. Very good. Um, well, we look forward to hearing more about that. And if obviously, if we can help in any way, we're, we're uh, the doors open, doors open for you. Um, Good luck with those initiatives. Is there anything else that we really haven't covered that we maybe should cover? Or do you just think we leave the leave it that the door is always open and you'll be back to tell us more? We will definitely be back to tell you more, of course. Well, I think that's that's uh, that's what we like to hear. Thank you both very, very much for taking the time with us. Thank you. Thank you.